Welcome to the Akeshia Kanchea podcast. This is a place where I help creative entrepreneurs struggling to take their business to the next level with tips and effective growth strategies so that they can see real results and make money doing what they love. I'm your host, Akeshia Kanchea, global wedding and event planner, event designer, international speaker, best-selling author, and business coach. I'm the founder of Cash Events a luxury planning and design firm known for curating events for discerning clients and the founder of The Art of Celebrating Magazine, a lifestyle magazine providing inspiration for your celebrations, home, and life. For over a decade, I've planned and designed celebrations all over the world, and I'm excited to bring you easy and actionable tips to help you build and scale a successful business of your own. Each week, I'll bring you moving conversations with thought leaders and innovators, as well as my insights and tips, so you can build a business you're proud of and live life more beautifully. I share everything I know from 10 plus years of building my own business and teach you what works and what to avoid. If you're looking for a podcast with real strategies that work, then you're in the right place. So grab some coffee or a cocktail and get cozy. New episodes are added weekly, so make sure you subscribe and leave a five-star review. Also, it will mean the world to me if you share this episode with three friends and tag me on Instagram at Events. Thanks again for listening. I know you're going to leave inspired. Now let's begin. Happy New Year. So I'm always so excited when a new year comes around because it's a chance for a restart. In some way, it kind of cleanses some of the expectations of the last year. Everyone has embraced a new year with new goals and inspiration, which is fantastic, but what does that mean really? What does that mean for you? What does your new year really look like? On this episode, I'm going to share a really good exercise for you to practice today. I'm going to propose a new way to usher in the new year, plus three habits for you to implement so that you can see positive results in your personal life and in your business. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Welcome back. Okay, first and foremost, hello there, and welcome to our 2023 podcast season. I am so excited. It's been a while. I know I took a break, um, but I had to get through life and some major projects, but I'm back, and I'm so grateful for you, for your patience, for your love, and your support. I promise you that we'll have more episodes this year with more gems and more fire. Okay, so New Year is here. Hello, 2023. It is off to a very fast start. The start of a new year brings a lot of feelings. By now, you're either feeling extremely motivated, overwhelmed, or even behind. And guess what? Whatever you're feeling is valid. I want to encourage you to look at today and the new year with a positive mindset and a clean slate. So give yourself permission to ease into the year and release yourself from all the pressure to have it all figured out just because it is a new year. 
My hope is that this episode helps you get through any feelings of overwhelm or guilt. These feelings tend to roll over if you don't do a deep dive or a proper goodbye to the previous year. So these feelings of anxiety, feeling like you're behind, or guilt um, just roll over if there has not been some sort of unpacking. And I'll get into that in a little bit. Um, There has to be some sort of unpacking from the previous year before you start a new year. So what I did on December 31st, and which I highly recommend um, if you did not, is to write a letter to 2022. Yes, I know it sounds crazy, but it works. And I have to tell you, it was one of the most therapeutic and productive exercises I've ever done. I was able to put my thoughts to paper and really unpack how I felt about my year from January to December. And I have to tell you, there was a lot to unpack. Four, four plus pages later, I felt the weight of the year roll off my shoulders and I was ready for the new year. It was a simple exercise and something that I recommend if you haven't done it or if you did not do it, um, or if you didn't think about doing it, I recommend you try it. Just just go with me here and just grab a piece of paper, um, your notebook or your journal and a pen and just write to 2022 and let it all out. It is going to be very good for you. Okay, so now that you're in a new year, what I want you to do next, after you've written your letter to 2022, I want you to grab your journal again and write a letter to 2023. Yes, you heard right. No, I'm not crazy. Start your year with the end in mind. So I want you to write a letter um, and jot down what you want your year to look like and how you want your year to end, right? So write... How do you want to feel? What do you want to accomplish? What are your top goals? What don't you want? What things do you need to implement to achieve your goals? Who do you need to hire? Who do you need to fire? Most importantly, how do you want to wrap up your year? This is something that I highly recommend you do before you get into all the rara of 2023. I know it feels like everyone is moving so fast and everybody has their stuff together, but can I tell you a little secret? Nobody does. Everyone is still trying to figure it out. So you have time. If you feel pressure, pause, breathe, understand that you do have time and take some time to do this exercise. Really figure out what you want, not what people expect from you, not what your peers are doing. What do you want? Let's get that figured out before we get into the new year. So next, um, I'm going to give you three things um, for you to really think about and implement this year so that you can see positive results in your personal life and in your business. This is very, very key. I think that a lot of people feel the pressure to get it all figured out and have it all sorted and have this clear roadmap about their lives in a day or two. And it's in reality, it doesn't work like that, especially um, for different fields, right? Um, So we need some sort of a structure, some sort of a plan. um, And I think this would really help you um, to move in a more positive direction, again, in your personal life and in your business. So first and foremost, um, what I want you to do is review um, make review part of your growth process. Um, and what does that mean? It means that, um, 
you have to keep tracking and, and measuring and looking at your growth and success or whatever it is that you've done, whether it's weekly, quarterly, um, yearly, right? We want to end up in the year and look back. But in order to feel like you're on track and you're doing everything right as you planned, you have to make review a part of your growth process. But what you want to do first is start with a review of last year, right? You can't make this year better if you don't know how you did last year, right? So how did you do last year? Whether it's especially your numbers, your productivity, your systems, your tools, do that work. It's something nobody wants to do, right? Nobody wants to crunch numbers for the year. Nobody wants to really do a deep dive. Your customer service, all the things, right? How did you do last year as a business? How did you how did you do last year as a human being, as a person? Um, and then what did you leave behind in 2022? So what habits and behaviors worked and what didn't? So you want to grab a pen and your journal and write down the things that you did in 2022 that you want to leave behind. I have a master list of things I want to leave behind, things I want to do better. Um, I have a long list because I like to kind of unpack or kind of do a brain dump because um, there's always stuff circling in my brain. Um, and I'm sure you like like that as well. Um, so the unpacking and um, taking things from your brain to paper is very central. It just helps release that pressure of that voice that just doesn't stop, right? Um, okay, so what do you want to leave behind in 2022? This can be things like procrastination, lack of consistency, lack of self-care, um, and so on and so forth. So do that exercise, right? The only way you're going to get better is if you look at how far you've come. So do the review and continue to do the review. In order to make a change for the better and succeed, you have to know where you failed. This is so crucial. I'm going to read that part again. In order to make a change for the better and succeed, you have to know where you failed. So do the work. It might be unpleasant, um, but I highly recommend you do that first. So do a quick review of things that you want to leave behind. And make it a point this year not to fall back into those behavior and patterns that did not serve you last year. So see, if you do the work and you actually really, really, really kind of face that difficult process of things that you didn't do so great, behaviors, patterns that you fell into that did not serve you, when you're going back into those patterns, it's going to click in the back of your head and you're more than likely going to make a change for the better. But you have to kind of do that grunt work and it's not pleasant, but it's essential. So do a quick review of things you want to leave behind and again, make it a point this year not to fall back into those patterns. And then all year, make it a point to review your, prog your progress um, with your habits and your goals um, I highly recommend you do this weekly so it's not kind of packed up, right? If you wait to the end of Q1, then you might be overwhelmed with that process. So how about you do a quick a review every Sunday or Saturday and say, how did I do this week? What do my numbers look like? How much did I make? How much did I spend? Um, how are my, my habits? How many times did I exercise? Um, how did I do with my clients? How many times did I check in? Um, by doing it weekly, it makes it really attainable, less um, overwhelm, and more results. 
I want to take a moment and share that my new design book, Festive Tables, a guide to setting stylish tablescapes for your celebrations, is here. Festive Tables is your guide to elevating your hosting game. This is where you get to learn the ins and outs of building a beautiful, layered, and celebratory experience with festive tables that make a lasting impression on your guests. Inside the book, you get to explore a wide range of exclusive table design ideas with beautifully photographed table details, festive cocktails, and recipes to help you elevate your celebrations throughout the year. Whether you're hosting a celebration for a large group or an intimate dinner party, this book will help you style and design glamorous and elegant tablescapes. By the end of this book, you know how to bring elegance to every gathering. This book is for you and the perfect gift for anyone who loves a good celebration. So grab your signed copy at festivetables.com. Additionally, if you order a signed copy from festivetables.com, you receive a bonus treat from me in your inbox. You get access to your dinner party checklist with tips for hosting a fabulous dinner party. You can only get this bonus resource if you order the book on festivetables.com. I cannot wait for you to flip through the pages. Now, back to today's show. So I just shared um, the first of three things that I would like for you to implement this year so you can see more positive results. And number one I just shared was to make review or make review in your business and your life um, a part of your growth process. That's number one. Number two is to set a morning routine. If you know me, then you know that I'm all about my routines. And I believe that routines set you up for success. And I believe in morning routines. I believe in daily schedules. And I also believe in nightly routines. So I'm going to jump in number two, which is to set a morning routine. Now, did you know that how you begin your morning sets the tone for your entire day, right? Think about when you wake up. If you wake up late, if you wake up moody, you just kind of carry that on throughout the day, right? So morning routines are very essential. As human beings and entrepreneurs, we need structure. You need structure. Do you have a set morning routine or do you just make it up as you go? If not, you need to begin to set one. Additionally, does your morning routine make time for you, right? Um, this is your reminder that you are the number one priority in your business and in your life. So if you're not making yourself a priority as part of your morning routine, make it a point to prioritize you. We've heard it over and over again. Morning routines, morning habits and routines set you up for success. So it'll benefit you to do things like exercise, take a walk or do some yoga, practice gratitude, meditate and practice stillness, read um, whether it's a chapter of a book or recommended 20 pages, listen to some music, um, make your to-do list for the day. Um, whatever you do, do not just jump into the craziness of the day without setting it up first. Structure your day before you jump into it and make some time for you. If you have to kind of get up an hour earlier just to give you time to give yourself some self-love and some self-care, do it. Um, and you would notice that your year 
and your um, quarter, your weeks are going to go by very smoothly or smoother than you, you've been doing. So structures are important. Set a morning routine, put it on your calendar, put everything you do on your calendar. If you have to um, set time aside for exercising, put that on your calendar. Um, the same way we put time and structure into our business, we need to do that into our daily lives as well. So whatever you do that you want to be a routine, put it on your calendar. The third one would to be will be to set a nighttime routine. So how do you end your day? Do you have a plan to shed? And I call it shedding, um, to shed or unpack the stress of the day? Or do you just jump into bed and sleep with the weight of the world on your shoulders? It is crucial to unpack your day and unwind before you go to bed, right? You hear things like no screen time two hours before you go to bed or no eating two hours before you go to bed. They, you know, what you see recommended is to um, kind of get into that Zen mode, whether you're reading or you take a nice hot shower, you set the tone in your bedroom, set the temperature right, the sound, the smell, all of those things, right? But remember that how you begin your day is, or how you end your day is equally important as how you start your day. So treat yourself to some self-love daily. Take a hot shower, set the tone for the night. I love me some essential oils, lavender and eucalyptus and mint is my jam. Um, pillow spray, relaxing music, whether it's classical music or uh, meditation music and so on. Um, I would also recommend reading, meditating, or even journaling. Um, you would see a lot of research that says that just taking, writing down your thoughts for the day helps release any pressure and stress that you bring with you from the day. So kind of like that shedding, like I said earlier, or unpacking, uh, make that part of your routine and um, you're going to wake up a little bit more excited, lighter and less overwhelmed that is what you've been doing. Recommend that you do some jotting down of several things. Um, how your day went, what went well, what didn't go well, how that made you feel, and what you hope to achieve the next day, right? So we're so good at writing things down when it doesn't go well, but what about when your day goes well? Maybe we jot that down as well. Um, and make just kind of unpacking a habit at night so you can go back and redo those things that did that went well and make sure you don't repeat things that did not go well. Um, so kind of write that down, but also end on a positive note and things you're excited um, about in the coming day or in the coming weeks. Um, now, remember that self-care can be practiced in different ways and Contrary to what you may feel, self-love and self-care is not selfish. It's actually productive. So the, the better you feel, the more productive you're going to be, right? So sometimes we tend to put all our energy into work and ignore us, and it doesn't serve us. So what are you going to do differently this year to make room for more joy, more peace, and more abundance in your life? That's the question I want to leave you with today. One of the questions. Um, it is my hope that as we go deeper into the year and the pressure and expectations mount, that you hold firm on making your happiness a priority, no matter how challenging it may seem. So remember to choose you 
always. All right, before we wrap up, I wanna share something I came across with you. So I was scrolling on Instagram over the holidays and I saw this quote that said, your future will follow your focus. Your future will follow your focus. And this stopped me in my tracks. I thought about thought about it for a while, like, wow, your future would follow your focus. Because the truth is we want a lot of things. We, you know, we have big goals. We have things that we want to achieve. But sometimes we do not do what's needed and necessary to achieve it. So this is a reminder that your success and or your failure is in your hands. Your future is a result of the efforts you put in, plain and simple. So I really want you to think about that. So I leave you with these questions. What will your focus be in 2023? Is it more peace of mind? Is it more money, more sleep? more healthy relationships, more adventure, whatever it is, make that your focus and take the steps necessary to achieve it, no matter how scary or uncomfortable it may be. Second, the next question I want to leave you with is, are you willing to do everything within your power to achieve those things that you're focused on? Remember that diluted focus leads to diluted results. Right, diluted focus leads to diluted results. So, where you end up at the year is completely up to you. I know you have it in you, you just have to believe it and take action. And I am very excited to see where this year takes us. So, I hope you have a great week. And until next time, remember to live, love, and laugh. All right, that is all we've got for this episode. If you enjoyed today's show, it will mean the world to me if you subscribe on Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating and review. Also, for more business tips and inspiration, make sure to link up with me at thekeshexperience.com slash newsletter and sign up for our weekly delivery of inspiration, expert tips, and upcoming events. Until next time, remember, your dreams don't work unless you do.